0: The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Kurt J. to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back Ooh, <laughs> to Farlands or Bust. Got a little bit of the, a little bit of voice crack right there. A little bit of problem, problem, pitch shifting, shifting my pitch. Oh, you know what else I have a problem with is uh, no shovel. I use my bare fists. To break out of last episode's hidey hole, and then uh, secure it. Boink, boink. Get rid of some unnecessary miscellany. Grab Wolfie, and continue west. Towards these here far lands in Minecraft Beta 173, for episode 748 of the series, for your Thursday, August 1st. Can you believe it? It's already August. I feel like July just came and went, and it did, and it has, and now we're going on into August. Uh, of course, I am recording this a day before here. On Twitch live. Uh, so hello to everybody watching live and hello to everybody watching or listening uh, to the recorded YouTube or podcast edition. Hello, how are you? I hope you're well. Let's keep on, keeping on. And y'all are keeping on, keeping on donating. Check out that segue. To direct relief over at farlandsorbus.com. Up to $26,634 fit and fit us in com is where you can donate through our Tiltify campaign and uh, through that campaign you can leave a comment and a question that I will get to in a future episode and we've been keeping up with the questions as well It was only a handful of episodes ago that I had completely run out and was really scrounging for some material and uh, boy did you guys suffer through my banal story times and uh ramblings and musings, didn't you? But uh yeah, farlandzerbus.com yeah, is where you can donate. And our current goal is based on the size of our Farlands or Bus save file. And right now it is twenty-seven thousand seven hundred eighty-seven point nine oh megabytes. So that means we are just a little bit under away from reaching the goal to finally, after over two years, end Season 7 of the series. That's what we're doing and much appreciated everybody who keeps donating. Let's grab some wool. Yoink! Uh, I would go back for that sheep, but really I'm lazy. But yeah, let's continue on. Let's continue on. The, the Subaru SVX. Did you know I bought a Subaru SVX? I bet you a lot of you don't. I still need to record a video introducing it and kind of making fun of the style of, of Doug DeMuro's car reviews. Whoa! I mean, this is quite the vista, but I also don't want to fall off. and break my Vista. Um, I do have a bucket of water. I think this would be the appropriate time to use it. Wolfie, of course, is probably not going to be smart about this. Oh, I almost wasn't smart about this. Oh, hey, you're smart! Look at what we did. I made this. Magical. Um, So yeah, I have a Subaru SVX. and The one problem, well, the most major problem with it (laughs) is that the radiator had a crack in it. Not in the radiator part of it, but in the top plastic tank. A very frequent problem with the SVX Uh, And honestly, all cars, if they have plastic radiator tanks, uh, once they get over 10-20 years, those things tend to get brittle and crack and allow coolant to escape. The biggest thing about the Subaru SVX is that it has a very particular and very specific radiator size and style and uh, there are no aftermarket options. um, Certainly absolutely none that are just drop-in drop, drop in replacements uh, without any or sort of major fabrication. Um, so I've been limping along on uh, just using epoxy sort of plastic uh, what, What's it called? It's JB Weld Which holds up for anywhere between a day to a week uh, before it itself starts cracking. Uh, But I was able to find, my girlfriend was able to find and track down for me, a radiator from a salvage yard in Colorado. Got it shipped to me, received it, and just this past weekend I finally did the deed... Oh, you know what I should do? Yoink! Uh, Did the deed of... Replacing it, which is, again, much like with the Toyota Corolla, much like with the Toyota Corolla didn't anticipate having to replace an entire carburetor that was not a a a level of automotive maintenance that I was really prepared for also wasn't also wasn't predicting needing to do a r- entire radiator swap <laughs> uh but now I have and it's honestly probably one of the easier things you could do granted you have a proper radiator to plop in and it's the same style and size and whatever um and it wasn't too bad everything was working quite all right removing the old radiator kind of just big Legos big Legos or Lego um so uh yeah took the old one out I did I was scared that the new radiator might have been broken because it 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 wasn't It wasn't straight. Like, you know, radiators are like rectangles. This one went a little bit trapezoidal on me. It's a little bit crooked. Either it got kind of bent up and damaged in shipping or the car it came from wasn't an accident and it got a little bit sideways. Um, I noticed this because when trying to mount the radiator fans the holes didn't line up quite right (laughs) and then at a distance I'm like hey wait a minute those aren't right angles on the corners of this rectangle Uh, So I was a little bit worried that that would have like compromised and maybe down the line there might be some compromises uh, That it might have compromised the the actual aluminum radiator part of the radiator But uh, I was able to to jimmy it in uh, and it fit and it went in my, I, I did buy new hoses, new radiator top and bottom hoses. The bottom one was, despite Supposedly being made for the Subaru SVX, did not match the correct angles no matter what I did to trim or shimmy or bend uh, I just wasn't comfortable with how it was kind of kinking the hose when, it, when I tried to fit it And I'm like, mm. the top one worked fine, but the bottom one uh, I just used the old one. The old one seemed fine Uh, As it was, wasn't leaking or anything like that. So I just put the old one in uh, because it fit Uh, The one thing I did replace was the clamps. The clamps were all crappy, so I got some new clamps Clamped them in, filled it up with coolant Did the whole Cycling the, the coolant throughout the engine and getting rid of air bubbles and things and it stays cool, doesn't leak uh and uh works fine. Took it on a few drives. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh yeah, that's uh that, that's good news. So now hopefully like I'm still a little bit trepidatious because it's still like now it's on my mind. If it was never if the radiator was never a problem, I would have never cared to think about it. I mean, honestly, I can't think of uh, any car I've owned where I've thought about the radiator or the coolant. Um the Cavalier, I never checked the coolant. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things that you don't worry about unless you see a puddle underneath your car when you parked your steam rising from the hood. Um, the Crosstrek, never thought about it, but now that it's on my mind with the SVX, it's like, hmm, gotta keep an eye. Uh, so yeah, I, I hopefully am now able to just uh, drive it around as as was originally intended, as a kind of a summer summer cruising car. And uh, I'm, I'm happy about that and I'm looking forward to... I just got done saying how I'm bad at streaming and actually doing my job on a schedule because supposedly all this other life stuff keeps coming up just Stupid stuff like laundry or getting a contact lens prescription, uh, disposing of engine oil, replacing oh. Radiators on cars, keeps getting in the way of like doing the actual stuff. Oops, that, uh, that makes me money and allows me to pay rent uh, But one of the things I do need to do is record that YouTube video uh, much like I did with the the Corolla kind of introductory video uh, and now that the car isn't leaking, uh, I, I should uh, supposedly do that and, and get that out of the way uh, But until then, let's go to sleep and we will continue here in the morning And... Awakeness I'm seeing a lot of questions both in the YouTube videos and even just right here live on Twitch about the jitteriness and no, the jitteriness has not increased yet. As you can see, we got the two texture pixels, uh, if I can try to do this at the right angle. Uh, it uh, Yeah, it stops the offset, but oh, thanks Wolfie, uh, the offset stops at two texture pixels and then resets. Uh, the next time it jumps, it's gonna jump to four texture pixels. That's like a quarter of the way across an entire block. Yeah, it is actually now that I'm counting it. Stop it! Uh, <laughs> so yeah, still the same, still the same as it was. Believe me, I think I think we'll notice. I think it'll be pretty obvious when the next floating point rounding error uh, happens. Pretty obvious indeed. But until then, let's answer some questions from people who have donated to farlandtobus.com People like Capybara Cosmonaut Capybara asks, what are your thoughts on nostalgia? Uh, You know what? I should really uh, make a new shovel because this This whole building things to climb is is not working out too great. Uh, What is your thoughts on nostalgia? Anything, time or place you are particularly nostalgic for, I recognize the importance of learning from and remembering the past and valuing some things and ideas from it, but I also recognize there are problematic aspects of it as well. I guess I don't have, I like this isn't anything I've sat down and thought about. Unlike the, the, the concept of sandering from that one episode a few episodes ago. Uh, and things like that. Um I, I, hmm. Yeah, I suppose there are, there are benefits. Ah! What is happening? Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm out of control! My man is just continually walking. I'm fine. Guess who needs a new keyboard, I guess. What was that all about? Are we good? Okay. No! Oh, that was Wolfie that time. Was that Wolfie the entire time? (laughs) Dang it! Getting bamboozed. Getting bamboozed by a wolf. I thought, like, it felt like the W key was stuck. Um. We'll keep an eye on that. That wouldn't be the worst problem here in Firelands of Bust, would it? Um. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I did make three. Okay. (laughs) Listen, it's been a long weekend. <laughs> I'm nostalgic for when my keyboard used to work. Uh, I am having actually some problems. I have the Logitech G whatever RGB uh keyboard that has all the different colored lights. I am noticing that on some of the buttons, the RGB, uh, specifically the B has failed, the blue LED, because I have. As a default all my keys set to be like this turquoise blue and then there's some of them that are just green <laughs> just because there's no blue light anymore so it it doesn't show it just shows as green instead of blue so I'm always I'm like looking at my keyboard I'm like why would I have let the letter i be a different color no no it's just cuz the the actual rgb has failed uh which again an unnecessary complication as far as the keyboard is concerned, flashy graphics and colors. Um, But at the same time, as long as it doesn't actually impact the function of a keyboard, not that big a deal. Um, Nostalgia. I mean like Here's a good example, or at least an example that I literally just thought of, and it's good because it's the only example I have. Look at this! Oh, well, it's less impressive now that I see it's part of a cave, but I thought it was just a cube. Just a cube that was taken out of this mountain. Oof. The The nostalgia as far as it is concerned with cars, car nostalgia. Someone like myself can be nostalgic, even for cars and a period of automotive history that I didn't even live through. Um, but, I, oh man, cars used to be designed so interesting, They used to be so so big and have like flares and uh, you know, whether it be the 50s, 60s or, or whatever. You could be nostalgic for that sort of stuff and want to even own an old car. But, I also recognized that those cars were horrible as cars. (laughs) They drove horribly, they were incredibly inefficient and and, uh, caused a lot of pollution and uh, other problems. They were horribly unsafe. Many of them didn't even have seat belts. No such thing as crumple zones. Uh, And I've even heard people say like, oh, they don't make them like they used to because when you get in a crash in a modern car it you know is total it it folds upon itself but that's what it's designed to do it is designed to take the impact versus you your your fleshy soft bones and organs um so yeah there's there's i could see nostalgia for <laughs> old cars the aesthetic But I, I myself, pretty much keep that at surface level. Um, I'm not nostalgic then for the times around it. Because like, oh, the the 50s, 60s, oh yeah, you know, those times where certain people were made to use different drinking fountains, uh, or or this war, that war, uh, whatever was going on in the world at the time. It's difficult to be 100% like nostalgic uh, Without, like I said, oh these cars are so cool. They're also horrible. They're also just very bad. They're cool and can be cool Um, and uh, You know they could be had for for fun and nostalgic purposes, but uh, It would be bad if we went back to a time when everybody was driving around in 5,000-pound V8 death machines. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I I think that might be what you mean, Capybara, about uh, nostalgia, I suppose. We could even be nostalgic for times before the internet or smartphones. Oh, everybody's on their smartphones. Oh, everybody has their information that's being taken by these uh monopolistic corporations and it's being twisted to affect democratic processes across the world. Oh, <laughs> you know, all these things. But at the same time it, it 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 can't be undone. It it there were certain uh detriments to living in a world without any of these things. Like you think about like even can even watch movies that were made in like the '90s or prior, and how many like how many of these movies' plots would be completely ruined if anybody just had a cell phone and could have like called for help or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of uh, it is a weird concept. I don't I like I said it's not something I've actually like thought about. I'm sure there's completely complete studies and schools of thought related to the human nostalgic brain, um, but then again humans humans aren't necessarily... aren't necessarily... what's the word I'm looking for? Sensical? <laughs> uh, they aren't exactly always... Uh, man, what is that word I'm looking for, Wolfie? What if I give you a treat? Will you let me know what it is? Rational. Thanks, Wolfie. Rational. I mean, Eve, I'll put myself in that, in that bucket. Uh, I'm, I like old cars. I, I have the old cars that I have and I, and I like auto racing and things like that, but I'm also... one of my primary concerns is the environment and global warming and emissions, and oil corporations, and, and governments, and etc, uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So there's a definitely a conflict of rationality that I can recognize even in myself. Uh, and and uh, yes, that that also applies to nostalgia and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that I think answers that, right, Capybara? Indeed! Woo! Maya! Has I already answered this one? This is tough that I I get to the point where I'm like, Did I answer this one? I can't remember. But Maya! I say Maya because there's five A's at the end of Maya. Asks, Do you ever stargaze or look at things through a telescope or anything like that? If so, what's the best slash prettiest thing you've ever seen? I've answered this question many times before. I don't as much anymore. Uh, I used to because I used to belong to a uh, astronomy club back in when I lived in Illinois and uh, I don't anymore. I still have one telescope of the at one time I had three or so Um, but I haven't taken it out recently. Uh, My girlfriend wants to. She's never looked through a telescope, but it's difficult in Washington Because A there's not much dark skies until you get into the boonies and B there's so many trees blocking the views Let's go to sleep And awakeness and continuing on So yeah, like even like it was a clear day the other day and and she asked if... Oh, I pointed out Jupiter in the sky. Oh, can we look through your telescope? Just put it on your porch or whatever? I'm like, there's no... it's it, There's no window to the sky from even my porch. There's large pine trees and then the building, my my building, right behind it. I'd have to take it out to some park or, or, or something like that. Uh, and then that involves packing things up and then dealing with members of the public, being curious. <laughs> And nuts to that! Nuts to stoking curiosity in the public. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I—it's one of those. It's another one of those things. Like my my DSLR uh, with my telescope. I'm like, I haven't used this in years. Should I just sell this? Let's Get one more thing out of my house. Should I just sell it and then like be okay, done with that? And like maybe if I do ever find myself in a place or in a with a with a schedule that allows to get back involved in the hobby, then actually consider getting back into it. Um, So yeah, uh, Yes, I have. What's the most best prettiest thing you've ever seen? There's so much. Uh, The one that usually takes, if they've never looked through a telescope, uh, Saturn and seeing Saturn's rings and like seeing it with your own eyes and like, oh, that's live, like that's not a picture from Hubble or whatever, but that's I'm seeing that with my eyes. That's that's very amazing and very cool. Um, even like Jupiter, seeing the moons of Jupiter cast shadows on the surface. I, I always like those sorts of things that give you a sense of uh, depth and perspective because otherwise the universe, you know, looking through a telescope everything looks fairly non-changing and flat so to see things moving in a 3d world in orbits is a pretty amazing thing um well yeah i know i've i've also been following i think he might have abandoned it uh, or at least his his initial uh interest has waned but justin hc justin got a telescope and has been trying to like be able to like hook cameras up to it or or, like live stream it and stuff like that. And that's a whole rabbit hole that I thankfully have been able to avoid. I knew from the get-go that if once you even just try to start taking pictures through a telescope, you get into that astrophotography and then you're like, oh, all I need is this adapter. Oh, I I just need a second adapter. Oh, I guess they make dedicated- OW! dedicated uh, cameras. Specifically for telescopes, I'll just buy one of those. Oh, I guess I need this special software. Oh, I guess I need a secondary tracking telescope and automated mount and tripod so that I can stabilize my images and stack them properly. You know, <laughs> it's uh, and then pretty soon you're you're in you're in up to your nose uh, in parts and twenty thousand dollars worth of. Uh, equipment that uh, you know, <laughs> you start spending hours and hours editing and tracking and traveling to dark sites and trying to find the the, the stablest air and you know, whatever. I'm like, ah, I'm pretty good. I'll stick with the eyeball uh, observations. Thank you very much. Yep, might as well just build an observatory. <laughs> How does a retractable roof work? Um, but yeah, that uh, That is that. So yeah, I have. I was quite into it. I, honestly, a cool thing that I did see uh, was I was setting up in Illinois at a dark site for one of our uh, Astronomy Club kind of star parties, I guess you can call them, and uh, it was still just dusk, but the International Space Station was making a pass. So I set up my telescope to watch it and then I hand tracked the International Space Station and being able to see it and like the solar panels rotating as I was watching it fly overhead uh, and very haphazardly trying to follow as it went very very fast overhead through my telescope. That was pretty cool. I mean that was wild because otherwise it's just a solid bright point of light, but through a telescope or even like high-powered binoculars you can start to see structure of it, Um, but that was cool. Indeed! George or Jorge? Either or uh, asks how is snarky yellow text in Yo-ing, his retirement? He was one of my favorite parts of the original team. He's fired. He's done. He's through. He'll never work in this industry again. <laughs> um, no, I don't uh, like I, I've mentioned snarky yellow text many many times and it's one of those, yes, it was very difficult to be able to spend extra time editing snarky yellow text in. Snarky yellow text, I will I will have you know, is and has been in every single episode of Far Lines or Bust, even the previous episode, even this episode. The actual snarky yellow text starts off every episode with the woof. Of Wolfie, that is that is the snarky yellow text text inclusion that I would then just copy and paste anytime I wanted it to say anything different than type in something different other than Wolf. So little did you know, little bit of little bit of trivia there for you, Far Lands of bust trivia. Um, yeah, it's just yellow Helvetica, I think, or am I using Ferdana? I don't even remember anymore. Uh, in all caps, but yeah, it's it's one of those things, one of those uh, evolutions of the series. Evolutions of the series that uh... are you nostalgic for it? Perhaps you would like to discuss your thoughts on nostalgia in related to earlier episodes of Far Lands Bust. Hmm. Ah, <laughs> uh. Dang, screwball, what are you doing? Am I doing? Alright. Murder! Got him, nice. Sean S-H-A-U-N One of the many ways to spell Sean has asked, Hey Kurt! Hey! Have you been watching PewDiePie play Minecraft, and would you collaborate with him on an episode? No and no and never. (laughs) Uh, I hope that there's no audience overlap between- Whoa, that was weird. I placed the boat and fell into it instantaneously. I was not expecting that. Uh, That, uh, no, I hope that there's no audience overlap there. Statistically speaking, there might be. I didn't even know he's playing Minecraft anymore. I think I've honestly blocked his channel on YouTube Uh, and I hope that... uh, mm, Let's just say your tastes are different. Let's just hope that all of your tastes are different than that. Um, Because that is not... The type of content or the type of person that I align myself with ever. Um I did my my when i w- my dad was visiting and he was saying how my nephew, Goober, uh watches my YouTube videos, but then also watches somebody else with purple hair who screams a lot, which you know narrows it down to like 47 YouTubers with over a million subscribers. But uh and and I'm like <laughs> Uh, that's not good. Uh, perhaps keep an eye on the message that this YouTuber is spreading so that Goober doesn't end up on some nefarious website. Um, but, uh, but yeah, let's, uh, let's say no and never. I am not at all ever interested in that. And I honestly have no interest in even knowing what he's up to. Why does he still even have a YouTube channel after the many things that have transpired? Because he's earning YouTube money and that's all they care about. Indeed. Uh, So yeah, no. (laughs) So yeah, no. (laughs) But thank you for the donation to Direct Relief, Sean, and for watching Far Lands Bust. I have many many other YouTube friends who play Minecraft who I would like to suggest Instead of one PewDiePie, uh, Vintage Beef, for example, a very wholesome Minecraft YouTuber, it looked like B Double is back on the YouTube Minecraft game. Uh, even our friend Cone Dodger is much more active on the Minecraft server than than most all other actual Minecraft members, myself included. Uh, so, so yeah many other options for you to enjoy. Right now the option to watch Far Lands or Bust is nearing an end because this is the end of the episode. Woof! And I do appreciate everybody for watching and all these donations coming in. Remember, we're only a little bit under a hundred... uh, $1,100 until we reach this episode's goal. With every episode the goal changes. Because the uh, the megabyte's the size of the world changes. So we're currently at $27,787 is what we're looking for. RLineToBust.com, donate to the grand cause of Direct Relief Charity. Get us closer to that goal, much appreciated. Don't forget also about... Twitch channel, you yourself could be one of 127 people watching this episode of Farlands or Bust Live instead of having to wait a whole 24 hours to watch it on YouTube or to listen to the podcast edition. Oh, so, twitch.tv slash Mac. I swear, I swear, I'm getting more frequent and regular with my streams, he says after accidentally taking a four-day weekend. It's fine, it's fine! (laughs) Oh man, but yeah, much appreciated everybody. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time! Perhaps you would like to discuss your thoughts on nostalgia?